So this is another episode of Balls Back. My name is Matt Rigg, and with us again tonight, our friend Ethan Hall. How are you doing, man? What's happening, man? Glad to be here once again. We've recovered from Christmas. We've recovered from, I guess, New Year's Eve. Did you anything, do anything on New Year's Eve? Absolutely nothing. Just relaxed. Was in bed by 10.30. I went out of my way to be in bed by 10. Yeah. Sunned you. <laughs> Beat you on that. I'm just happy we're here on Tuesday. I had the day off from work, and we just actually get to give the Balls Back listeners a Balls Back podcast. A real one. A little bit better than last week, right? Yeah. Last week, I didn't feel like it was too bad. I just felt like we rushed it. We bullshitted our picks. Your lecture hall was soft. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're in a hurry, you got, you know, babies to kiss and bitches to catch, you know? (laughs) Gotta go. (laughs) It was weird for me on Christmas. I watched every game, a little less in the beginning, a little less at the end. I missed a little bit of those Knicks Bucks and a little bit of Blazers Jazz. But as I mentioned, I was watching at a house that, not my family's house. I was watching at my my brother's side of the family's house, and they all knew I was gambling. <laughs> and I barely know them at all. It was a little uncomfortable. Like they're like, "Oh, do you want us to change the channel? Is it okay if we put on the Yule log? Is it okay if we put on Christmas <laughs> yeah. Story?" And I literally, had, like, six, eight times, I was like, "I don't care. You can change the channel. I care. <laughs> I can check on my phone. Like, I definitely, I do care. But no, I'm like, I'm not gonna make shit weird for people. <laughs> Treating you like you have a problem, right? I'm, like they just, they just assume if you, if you have a gambling podcast, you just automatically like. This guy, like, careful, don't. Are you going to be okay? Yeah, let's put the drinks away. Like, hey, nothing open. Like, can we change the channel? Are you going to freak out? Oh, uh, you didn't tell me that. That's hilarious. I know. It was weird. It was uncomfortable. <laughs> I didn't know Paul. I didn't know my brother told them before I showed up that he was like, he told them that, hey, oh, Matt can't make it to our Christmas Eve dinner. He's editing his Christmas Eve podcast. It's on NBA gambling. Tomorrow he's going to be watching NBA on Christmas. So yeah. it's this entire thing. And the entire Thunder Rockets game was uncomfortable. <laughs> because the Thunder are winning for a lot of it, but I have this one in a few bets, and like I'm, you know, understandably, I'm watching it, taking it in. Paul's like looking at me, giving his fucking eyebrows. <laughs> oh, every time the Rockets would score, you give me a little look. I think that was like the main game we were like texting through. This is like oh, yeah. mid presence. Oh, yeah. Uh, prime time, like <laughs> presence in California time. Uh, I knew that Terrence Ferguson, when he was making threes for the Thunder, and I was like, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I knew I was in trouble. Right. Death by Austin Rivers was tough to take in. Yeah, I bet it was. Just knowing that was like his first major impact with the Rockets. And then going into the afternoon game, Celtics Sixers was awesome. Did you happen to watch that game? Yeah, I got to see a little bit of it. And, Drew, uh, killing it. Yeah, of course. That game ended up being actually the best game I was accurate about. I felt like that game thoroughly was the most entertaining. And guess what ended up being the worst game? I think I know what you're going to say. Is it Lakers-Warriors? Lakers-Warriors was the worst game. Yeah. Cool. It was interesting in the third quarter. It was a blowout the first half. Lakers just working them, which we all expected. Right? Okay, let's, let's <laughs> slow down. And then LeBron gets hurt. Which, thank God, I was actually like eating during that time. I missed it. I just like came back to my phone, and the entire broadcast was talking about how he got hurt, right. hurt a pop and shit. Worst game, not even close. Oh, great, Lakers won. 
nobody cares because LeBron heard something pop that's like behind his like pelvis area. You know what right. I mean? In his groin area. It's nothing, nothing interesting. Yeah. When do we start worrying about the Warriors? As We're in like almost not... halfway through the season and they're just so underwhelming. In the regular season, we don't worry about the Warriors. Okay, fine. Enough said. That makes sense, right? Yeah, because I, I don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, they're looking no. bad against these teams. And then, of course, once they go to the playoffs, they're fucking cash money. But at the same time, I'm just like, man, regular season, they're looking horrible. They are. They're just horrible to, to what they should be. To watch. That's right, a, right, right. We're talking murder, she wrote rankings, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. They're always going to be able to get up for the big games. I actually will. I think they got up for that first half of that game. They're everywhere. Coming out in the third quarter, everyone was anticipating that big third quarter surge. They did come back. I think they brought it to within one point. Something like that, yeah. And then for whatever reason, the Lakers, but, and I come in the next day, everyone's saying, oh, Lakers won that game. It was crazy game. They beat the Warriors. Are they like legit without LeBron and all that? I've never been more depressed. Yeah. Slow down, ladies. Is that your Schwarzenegger impression? Or? <laughs> That's my ripped horn. Your ripped horn. Oh, excuse yeah. me. Um, <laughs> Gambit on Christmas didn't work out. So once the Thunder and Rockets lost, or once the Thunder lost, I was out. Blazers, Jazz. Jazz cleaned house. I should have taken the Jazz. First time for me gambling in a while. Didn't win shit. Last Saturday, though, we get together. We watched the UFC fights with some buddies. You had some thoughts. What a great night for fighting, dude. Great fights all around. This is not a UFC podcast, but yeah, we watched the fights on Saturday. and It was a golf podcast for a moment a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it yeah. It could be a UFC <laughs> podcast. Dude, it was the best card I've seen all around in a while. It was better than the... Almost half the fights that night were better than the Conor McGregor-Khabib uh, fight. It was just a destroying all around. But, what I mean, at least we got out of the first round in that fight. It wasn't, you know, the worst fight you've seen. Yeah. And the Nunez fight with uh, Cyborg, Cyborg. Would you consider that a great fight? It was memorable. Yeah, I mean, it, it was an upset. I mean, everybody was favored. Uh, Cyborg was favored. You know, everybody was kind of in her corner. Nobody really expected Nunez to win, uh, and she did. And good for her. It was kind of a quick fight. That was one of the less enticing fights for me. I think everything else was great. I mean. What brings you back to this card? What's what's catching your... None of the fights that night, like I said, except the Cyborg fight, were too quick. Um, some of them went to decision. Some of them lasted a while. It wasn't just a quick knockout every single time. And there wasn't so we're just talking a, value. Yeah. There wasn't just a bunch of pussyfooting around, you know, wrestling on the ground. You know, nothing had to be, you know, nobody had to be stood up. And then uh, that John Jones-Gustafson fight was really good as well. Uh, Gustafson, can we talk about his body for a second? You get it. He looks like if I like kept eating <laughs> Jack in the Box. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've been on a Jack that, in the Box run, run lately, you know? How many weeks of Jack in the Box is it going to take for you to get to a Gustafson body? A few, which is too many. <laughs> I get the whole UFC being like purposefully jacked or like real man, like lumber jack, performance jacked, right? right? These are not bodybuilders. These are not male models. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's functional. Right. You know, it's all fitness. strength, endurance yeah. kind of deal, but... But move your feet. So, with that being said, uh, you know, hit us up. 
Let us know how bad Matt is at gambling in the month of December. Give us a five-star review. Uh, you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, you know, wherever you get your podcasts. And then also hit us up at our email. It's ballsbackpodcast at gmail.com. One more time, that's ballsbackpodcast at gmail.com. Please hit us up. Let us know how you're feeling, what you're thinking. Give Matt some gambling tips. He needs it. Thank you for the healthy plug. Let's get into the meat of our podcast here. We're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. I'm going to go very literal off the top here. New Year's resolutions. Let's talk about players that could use a quick tightening, a little diet, drop some LBs here for the (laughs) New Year's. NBA players are people too. I have a couple players here that I think could lose that quick 10, 15 pounds, maybe going a little bit of a crash diet. And my hope here is that our bullying and our small fan base here, maybe we can... (laughs) Enact a change in people for the better. I mean, I'm not here to make anybody worse. Yeah. That's not my goal. And this all started actually watching that last Laker game against the Kings. Nemanja Bialica was just floating around out there guarding people on the perimeter. And for a split second, I thought Bogdan Bogdanovich really lost himself. (laughs) (laughs) But Nemanja's tits, man are spilling out of the sides of his jersey. And you make millions of dollars by basketball, you know? Right. So it's a big problem for me. Right, right, right. So first off, before I even get to the guys that need to lose 10, let's talk about the guys that need to lose 20. Yeah. Nemanja Bielitsa. Get some H-I-I-T. Move your feet. Like Do anything. Do something. Get, get a little chest workout in there. I mean, you obviously do cardio. You're playing basketball. Smoking cigarettes, I think. <laughs> we got to just find, like, maybe it's dairy. There's something <laughs> reacting to that guy's his, his tits are the thing that are getting to me. Lower the estrogen. Boost the testosterone. I have a few other guys, and I think you're going to maybe notice a pattern here somewhat until the last guy, Jokic. Yep. <laughs> He's spilling a little bit. Spilling some. Fix it. It's only going to make you better. Like, his defense is, what's the issue? Yeah. you got to move your feet. Move your feet. Guard somebody. How many times do I have to say it? Luka Doncic. I actually think that he's actually lost some weight. I've actually heard on other podcasts that... I, I could actually see it, too. He's potentially it, lost some pounds even since yeah. two, three months it, ago. It's something crazy, but it's, you know, it's there. It doesn't take that... These guys aren't even fat. These guys I'm bringing up, like Bielitsa, if you saw him around the street, you'd be like, this guy's obviously a freak show, height-wise. Yeah. He's not abnormously fat, though. Probably outrun you in a mile. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. Draymond Green. I don't think losing weight's going to fix his jumper. Yeah. I don't know what can fix anything about him. I don't think him losing eight pounds is going to hurt anybody. And I think he might actually agree with you, but doesn't really know where to start. Right. And what better way to start than January 1st, listening to Balls Back and saying, and to really reevaluate. And if you're semi-fit, it's not what you do to lose that pounds. It's how often you do it. You're an NBA athlete. You're crazy in shape. It's what you do every day. It's what you do six out of the days a week. They're going to help you lose that 10 pounds and ultimately get you in the best shape of your life and get Draymond Green that next Max contract, make him a great NBA player. Moving forward, doesn't take rocket science. Yeah. 
I get these guys with crazy lifestyles, lavish lifestyles, make plenty of money. Probably eat a little too late. <laughs> I'm not asking for anything crazy. <laughs> I'm just asking for you to go home, write down how much you weigh, subtract 10 from it. And fix it? Weigh that much. Weigh that much? I get it. I agree with you 100%. There's always those players that can lose 10, 15, maybe even 20 pounds. I have one player in particular who should have an entirely separate New Year's resolution. John Wall quit drinking. Oh, is this an intervention? Yeah. And uh, Wow. Coming from Ball's back, that's tough. Yeah, that is tough. Cause there might be open bottle service at our intervention. Coming from a couple drinkers ourselves, we encourage that kind of thing, but it's a little bit too much. I'm actually, this is great. <laughs> this is really good, especially considering that John Wall just had off-season heel surgery. He's out for the year. Yeah, don't do that. He can't. Can't work this <laughs> off. These next six, eight months, do what you want for a few months. Summertime, though, we got to crack down. Yeah, crack down. Alcohol is not going to help that. If you can light it on fire, don't drink it. (laughs) John Wall, watching his alcohol intake, I like that. For our next one, this is another health-based resolution. It's like quitting your job or getting out of a bad relationship. The Pelicans need to trade Anthony Davis. I agree, 100%. They need a reset very badly. You and your Cowboys, you know about resets. I know about resets. They got themselves a good one a couple <laughs> weeks ago. You'd like a good loss going into the playoffs for the Cowboys. Right. This is the same thing, a good loss. If you're a Pelicans fan, you look at yourself in the mirror, you have a healthy idea of what you look like in the mirror. Right. And what you need. What is the upside of maintaining this current situation that you have with Anthony Davis? Is there an upside? Keeping him and doing what? Maybe getting the second round again? Cool. That's about it. Get rid of him. Start That's... new. Reset. Dwight Howard leaving the Lakers is one of the best things that's ever happened. <laughs> Literally one of the best things that's ever happened to the Lakers over the last 20 years. He ranks up there with the five championships they've had since I've been paying attention. You sure? Yes. Dwight Howard? If he stays there, they don't get any of their top. Superman? They don't get any of their number two picks. They got three in a row. They don't have any cap space. They don't sign LeBron James. They're all of a sudden trying to fit a team around Dwight Howard, a guy that signed for the minimum with yeah. the Wizards. Yeah. They give him some four or five year max deal that's just scary. No, yeah, I agree with you. They need to they need to get rid of Anthony Davis and they can get a lot for him. Exactly. And just rip off the mandate. Th- yeah. And that's what they need. Reset, get more. The Pelicans need to have an honest discussion with themselves about what makes them different. Then how about even the old Pelicans, the Hornets, that had to trade Chris Paul? What makes them different than the Cavs losing LeBron twice, the Magic losing Dwight Howard, Pacers, Paul George, the Thunder losing KD, the Clippers lose Blake Griffin via trade. They lose Chris Paul, free agency, I guess, but basically over trade. Lakers lost Dwight Howard. The Blazers lost Marcus Aldridge. The Spurs just lost Kawhi Leonard. I mean, goddamn fucking Kevin Durant might even lead the Warriors after potentially winning not only two championships, but three championships. Yeah. Why do the Pelicans think they're going to keep Anthony Davis is my big question. Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. Everyone knows where this is going. This was a topic two years ago. 
about what can the Pelicans do to keep Anthony Davis. It's not Alfred Payton. You know what I mean? It's not Julius Randle. It's not Nikola Mirotic. And I think those guys are awesome. Anthony Davis has bigger, you know, a bigger picture. This dude is one of the three best players in the league. He should be with Kevin Durant and LeBron James as the top players in the league. And the fact that his team might not be able to deliver him to even the second round, third round of playoffs, it's a problem. And I think that you just delaying the trade that you're going to make for him is I can't, you're just delaying pain. If you can't make a trade in season this year, I get it. But like this summer when finally the Celtics can trade for him after that weird CBA rule clears out and the Celtics can finally open up their pockets for him. If you can't find a trade at that point, you're all you're doing is just hurting your long-term asset. I agree with that 100%. Let's get Anthony Davis on a new team for sure. Just get rid of him. It's, it's a goal e- for 2019. It's that easy. Just do it. While we're on New Year's resolutions, let's talk Zion Williamson. Let's get him on the right team. Can we not? Um, you know, he's a, I don't know, stacked version of Randall, Julius Randall. Is but, that Williamson fat? I mean, he might have made our list to lose 10 to 15 pounds. Everyone else's resolution is to lose 10 to 15. <laughs> let's get Zion there too. But while we're, while we're getting him to lose those pounds, let's also get him on the right team. Do you think... It's possible to maybe get him on the uh, D'Angelo Russell Brooklyn Nets train there. The Nets have their pick. First time in years. <laughs> this is it. But you might have, might have to start rooting for them to lose some games. They're still hovering around 500. I mean, they're thinking playoffs still. I mean, I've never really rooted for them to win games. I've, I've, I've always just rooted for them to cover, cover. Because that's what they do. Yeah, we're not worried about money lines here yeah, on Ball's Back. Yeah. I'm not a Nets fan, I'm a Nets covering fan. This is your chance, now or never, for a team that's late in the lottery to win, considering the rules just changed for the lottery odds. Right. So, I mean, obviously the the worst teams, you know, the first through fifth worst teams have a better chance at winning the lottery than, the you know, the last team did not make the playoffs. But we could actually see, start seeing these teams that are like eighth in odds, tenth in odds, Winning the lottery, considering that it's going to be a little more balanced. So maybe your Brooklyn Nets, our Brooklyn <laughs> Nets, might come through here. Get Zion. Now all yeah. of a sudden, resurrects D'Angelo's career, puts him forefront in the Eastern Conference. Maybe Everyone some, appreciates some, the 18 points and six assists that he's putting up. There you go. Maybe some MVP MVP odds there. What about the Knicks for Zion? <laughs> That's what everyone's thinking. Oh, man. Be a good time. I know. That would be interesting. That would be. Porzingis coming back from that ACL. We already put Kevin Durant there. Yeah. Let's see if we can put Kevin Durant there. We've already put Kemba there. I can see it. This is a balls back podcast subplot. Is the (laughs) team we're assembling for the Knicks. I know it sounds very. uh, It's very glamour franchise of us, but I like this corner we have because I think, like, actually, in time, everyone's been rooting for the Knicks to get somebody for like 20 years. Make Knicks good again. Great again. Good. <laughs> I'm actually kind of have a low key interest in him maybe getting to Chicago as well. Eh. I I think they're building something a little bit better than the Knicks. Just maybe the upside's not there of the Knicks of them like adding that free agent potentially we're thinking about. But already having Wendell Carter, Lori Markinen, Levine. Yeah. I just like how he just kind of slides in there that small forward spot that has a 
you know, a sizable hole. Chandler Hutchinson is not the answer. <laughs> Mission Viejo High School's own Chandler Hutchinson is not the answer. Right. I think Zion could fit in there. It's not bad. Nicely. It's not bad. Okay, so do you have anything else to say about Zion? Because I'm going to move on. No, nah, moving yep. on. Next one. Okay. Um, for the next resolutions, I'm actually going to talk about my resolutions for this year. I like where this is going. Yeah. More personal for our audience here. A little insight. More personal. Not yeah. lecture hall. Not lecture hall. Never said that, but. I'm, I never said that. <laughs> for my New Year's resolution this year, I'm going to try to break a six-minute mile. I'm right now okay. I'm down to a 6.30. Okay. Trying to beat that. So. What are the steps? Take your break six minutes. What's the, just get better or what? Yeah, just keep running every day. Um, I'm not going to stop drinking. As as uh, my good buddy, Burt Kreischer, I have that Mickey Mantle gene. You know, party all night, run a 6.30 mile the next day. No big deal. Other than that, I don't really have a whole lot of New Year's resolutions. I'm already pretty shredded as it is. Um, Jesus, fuck. And I don't have a whole lot to work on just because I'm as real as it gets. Since we're keeping it personal <laughs> on these New Year's resolutions for this one, I was letting you know the one that's relevant to this podcast. I definitely need to gamble more. Oh, yeah. Well, I think you would agree with that. That's 100% obvious. I think I need to set some kind of like country club like quota or credit <laughs> for myself every month where this $100... This is already gambling money. It's gone regardless. If you don't use it, we're going to credit it. Right. So I need to like take whatever set amount it is. I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, like you make, let's say you make $1,000 paycheck. You're really making 900 because the other 100 is... Has to be gambled. Has to be gambled. I could turn that money into whatever I want or I could lose it. It's up to me. <laughs> Scared money does not make money. And I think I need, really need to commit myself to the Balls Back community, this podcast, and gambling. Because I can't just talk about it, I gotta be about it. If I'm gonna be losing in December like I did, I gotta be feeling that shit in my wallet sooner rather than later. Yeah, absolutely. And and who knows, you might even be making more. Doubt if it. If you take my advice. But uh, not based on December, man. I'm fucking nervous about uh, it. Yeah, well, like I said, take my advice. Do we have a lecture hall this week? We do, actually. You wanna roll us on in there? Boom. Y'all know I don't stretch. Anybody pay attention to biking football? Eighty four don't stretch on game day. Well, things aren't always the right way. Things aren't always the easy way, but they're definitely the whole way. Trademark. Now, you guys got a little gypped last week. It was Christmas Eve. It's a racial term, gypped. Is it? <laughs> it's not for me to say. <laughs> it's not a racial term. That's what I've heard. <laughs> I was in a hurry. I had a flight to catch. You guys did not get that well of a lecture hall last week, although I hope you all did enjoy your Christmas. That I hope everyone loved that episode, but I hated that episode. Okay, fine. I am sick and tired of gyms only having one to two squat racks in the gym. And look, I know that sounds very douchebag, like, oh, we're just listening to another meathead talk about the gym. And for those of you that don't go to the gym, please do. Especially considering you're talking about how shredded you were, which was... Yeah, it's pretty douchey, and I get that. But for sure, have more than two squat racks in the gym, okay? And that's so obvious. My brother's rock hard stroking it. <laughs> Preach, brother. Now, because we fucked you guys last week with a 10-minute episode, I have a second lecture hall oh, this week. fuck me. I did not want this. And don't worry, I'll save you the trademark. <laughs> Thank you. <Let's laughs> Thank you. We all appreciate it. There needs to be more cocks in cinema. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sick and tired oh. of just seeing chicks' tits 
and vag all the time. I get it. Where we are you it. seeing vag? You gotta start letting us know. Oh man, next movie I see, I'll let you know. Uh, I just watched The Outlaw King on Netflix the other day, and you see Chris Chris Pine's hog. Sick. He's coming out of the river. It's a little shriveled. He didn't really beat it right before he got on set. I get that. I respect that. Yeah, it's like the get out of the shower cock. It's all shriveled. You know, whatever. But it's a cock. All right? How many movies have you seen that you can say you've seen a cock? Did you grab your drink, just hold it up, and just be like, respect, Chris yeah, Pine. I get you, Chris Pine. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that's Lecture Hall. More cocks in cinema, more squat racks in the gym. Get very, me there. We know our demo. That was very a male-centric lecture hall. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into our picks for January. Thank God December's over. Yeah, you needed that. For January? I got worked in December. I think we actually maybe tied on Christmas, or maybe you got an extra one on me. I was already losing going in. I owe you tickets. You do. We're going to... I'm not going... I will not buy tickets to a Clipper game. <laughs> certainly hope not. We will go to a Laker game. Over the next uh, few weeks in January, we'll report back on the pod. It's going to be a good time. Do you want to start us off with our first picks for January? Um, Lakers home against Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, you better let me know the right answer here. I got OKC winning. God. Minus five and a half. Damn it. Uh, LeBron's out still. Uh, I we'll think see. It says he's out. He's already listed out? Yeah. Okay, that's nice he, to me. He's shooting around today. Fuck. Uh, or yesterday, whatever it was. I think it was today. I'd rather he be out. Just yeah. for the bigger picture, I'd yeah. rather he be out. Let's rest that guy. Yeah. He needs I'd it. rather he be out. But uh, yeah, for right now, he's listed as out. Could change, but I doubt it. Uh, so I got OKC minus five and a half. For my next pick, I have Grizzlies Pistons. I have Pistons covering a plus six spread. Uh, Grizzlies are home. I just think the Pistons are the better team here. And I think they might actually win, but... You're a big Pistons guy, though. I am. You were last year. Going back to the Unheard Pods last year, you're a big Pistons guy. I am. Uh, and then lastly, I have the Bulls home against the Magic. Minus one and a half in favor of the Bulls. And Vucevic is 50-50 on the Magic. And uh, Bobby Portis is out. So, I don't know. I think the Bulls are going to pull this one off. That's what I got for my top three. I have a parlay as well. Uh, I have Thunder against the Lakers. Lakers are home. Thunder is minus 210. I have Wizards against the Hawks. Wizards are home, minus 210. I have the Hornets home against the Mavericks, and it's minus 133. And I have the Bulls against the Magic. Bulls are home, minus 130. Four-gamer. Four-game parlay. And that adds up to 575. And as you know, in this podcast, we round up. And that's going to be plus six points for me when I cash in tomorrow. For my first three that we're picking here against the spread, I'm going to take Dallas plus two and a half in Charlotte. And you should have already told me this. Dude, I need to stop taking road teams. Yeah. You need to speak up. I was going to kind of let that ride, actually, because I just wanted to see how long it would go. This does not work. It did not work in December. This has been killing me all year. I need that. That being said, <laughs> Dallas, number one team in the league against the spread, period. Absolutely. How about this? Coming off a loss, which they did on Monday, they are 13-5 and five against the spread. Wow. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Next pick, Grizzlies, minus six. They're in Memphis against the Pistons. 
for me, the Pistons are currently on a downtrend. I mean, they've lost four out of the last five. They've lost 11 out of the last 14. They're coming off a back-to-back on Wednesday. And this is just basically a trust fall for the Grizzlies here to just take care of business. Wizards. You got minus, Grizzlies? I have Grizzlies. Minus six in wow. Memphis. I'm picking the home team. I told no, you. No, that's fine. Next, Wizards. Minus five in Washington against the Hawks. This is a home team against the Hawks. The We Believe Wizards starts now. <laughs> Harkening back to that Warrior team, John Wall's out. If I've ever heard a candidate for the Ewing theory, this is it. John Wall's out. This team will probably get a slight bump for a potentially short time. Watch the Wizards here getting some disrespect while they get better with John Wall out just for the the amount of energy they could get out of A, missing one of their best players, but B, missing a guy who's a shithead. Uh, secondly, oh. I have a parlay as well. Miami in Cleveland winning. I have Miami. Memphis at home against the Pistons. And I have the Nets at home in a very even matchup against the Pelicans. It's only a three-game parlay. Breaks out to 290. That's plus three. Ethan, please let the people know how to get in touch with us. Those picks were rough to hear, but uh, good luck, I guess. Anyways, hit us up. We will figure out a bet for January. <laughs> email us in. Please email us in. Let us know a bet for January. Uh, ballsbackpodcast at gmail.com. Please give us a five-star review. iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to your podcast, please review us, five-star review, and hit us up at ballsbackpodcast at gmail.com. Ethan, I appreciate you, man. Thank I appreciate you. you, brother. Balls back offices? No. <laughs> we had a full slate today. Everyone had to show up. All the attorneys, all of our this receptionists, the finance guy for Balls Back, we're all here. Thank you, everyone here in the room. It's a big team. <laughs> it's bringing you this podcast. And I want everyone to pay respect. This isn't a one-man show. I will see you next week. I'll see you next week, man. Have a good one.